But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a feel-good fantasy football Friday right here at Chop Studios, right here at the Flipping Made Easy Studio, chopping it up from the Cabinet Creation Sports Desk, the nicely polished sports desk. Did that yesterday, except for whatever that was. Water. Uh, okay. You sure? Yeah, just, just spitting all over the place. It is Sturge. It is Gooch. It is Wrestling Rob behind the glass. We hope you guys are doing well on a Friday. Lots to get into today, as always, because sports always delivers um we had ourselves a fine yes uh fine day yesterday uh i do want to give a special shout out and birthday wish to one ezekiel elliott happy birthday zeke um i hope everything is well <laughs> on the home front i hope you're ready for oxnard uh let's go cowboys um also i do want to give a special shout out to the creator of this uh, awesome chop sports fight factory t-shirt uh lowell's um low that's lauren and l is danielle they're down the hall now they're doing some custom stuff over there um doing some hair makeup but more importantly for me and for us as a as a, as a business they do some shirts and stuff so that's pretty cool we'll talk to those guys about um, some business going forward. But if you want to support Chop Sports, do so by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash Chop Sports. That's the way to support us. It is three. It is five. It is $10 variations on how to support the brand. We appreciate everybody who's already contributed and potential new people that might want to uh, contribute. I do feel a little weird in red. I don't necessarily wear red. The only other time I wore red on this show is when it was like the day after uh, Woodbridge Police lost to the Woodbridge Barons, and I got a free shirt from my alumni. Uh, but that was it. I just feel a little, mm, I don't know. But it is the Chop Sports Fight Factory, which you can find on our YouTube channel. There's one episode up, uh, which, again, we're going to probably shift that back over to their own YouTube channel to help them grow. But Casey Navarro was their guest this week, so very cool episode there. Uh, but, yeah, outside of that, Gooch, you got some stuff for us here yes, today on yes. a rundown? So, Major League Baseball picked back up yesterday. And unfortunately for the Yankees, we dropped two games of a doubleheader. Yuck. And I wanted to bring up something here. The Yankees are finished with their with their season series with the Astros, correct? Awful. Yes. Mm -hmm. Dunzo. So the Yankees batted 151 as a team versus the Houston Astros this year. And that is far and away the worst batting average by the Yankees against any single team in any season in their history. So when you're talking about the Yankees making history in anything, with the history that they have... That's big news to me. Although, you know, Aaron Boone's words were taken well. I like the way the skipper was talking Looks a little yesterday. Pissed. Sounds a little and pissed. Not, not, to, not to mention, it's like, look, this doesn't matter. We could have won this game right here. We could have won both of these games right here. And the question that you're asking me about would still be looming. Like, we got to beat this team in October. And until we do, you know, what are we really talking about? True. Leave it to the Yankees to have a 12 game lead in late July and still be in peril. Somehow, only the Yankees. Base. Only the New morning. York Yankees. All right. So in New York Met news, it would only be fair to bring this up because I, I dragged my feet on mentioning that Jacob Degrom missed his simulated start yesterday. He made Ruck a simulated roll. start. So oh. Jacob Degrom looked to be back on track. And is he going to pitch a in a subway series? Fans. No. You sure? No, no, no. This is his first simulated start. He's not on a rehab assignment or anything quite yet. This is just getting him. I thought that was already an assignment, but I, I guess I'm wrong. No, when is the subway series? Next week. So, no, no. Jacob deGrom, I highly doubt they're going to put him in a pressure situation in his first game, probably pitching four innings at mm. best. So, like a Herman on, type On a pitch start. count against the Yankees, <laughs> it makes no sense. Bring him in when he's ready. Yeah. Um, and, look, they're in first place. So, they bridge the gap until the deGrom comes back. Mm -hmm. um, an interesting little page six baseball news. Juan Soto yesterday hit that old good old tweet and delete button. Did he? Derek Jeter he made did. a post. And he said in his post, loyalty is one-way stupidity. And this is Jeter who... That's, he said that on the newest episode <coughs> of The he, Captain, which he, I watched last he, night. He tweeted, that, he tweeted that quote Derek Jeter did yesterday. And Juan Soto retweeted that with one simple... Ex uh, not, it was just a period. That was it. Just oh, really? period. That's so it, loyalty huh? is one-way mm. stupidity. So Juan Soto... I wouldn't say that he needs to show any loyalty at this point. Like, this is business. I don't... The, the Nationals did what they did. Soto did what he did. This is par for the course. Uh, Soto shouldn't be butthurt. And touching on the flight thing, does anybody really give a shit about this situation? I talked about it jokingly, but people pe seem to be bringing up this thing. Um, 
What is it? Rosenhaus? Or who's his agent? Uh, Drew Rosenhaus. Uh, no, no, no. Scott Boris. Scott Boris. Yeah. Yeah. Saying how the Nationals have no class because they wouldn't. Bro, you're a billionaire or a millionaire. Yeah. You fly him. Juan Soto, you making $18 million this year. Bro, charter your own fucking private jet. Anyway, nonetheless, moving on. NFL news, Kyler Murray, mm. little man, Mm-mm. big contract. Mm-mm. Kyler Murray gets a five-year, $230.5 million deal, $160 million guaranteed. We will talk about that as we get into the topical issues here. Um, so we're not going to touch on that yet. Hold your comments we'll for later. I will hold. Okay? Um, all these new hold. helmets are being unveiled. Everybody saw the, the Jets unveiled their black helmets. Dallas unveiled the same helmet that they've used in every other throwback. But I don't want to rain on Dave's parade. It is a little bit nicer than usual, but I mean it's the same one. It's the same one. You know, so they just, they're, they're allowed to bring it back now. All the, the new rules is all. That's why all these NFL my, helmets my, are coming my, back. My problem here isn't with the Dallas Cowboys. It's just with the NFL marketing and how they're unveiling something that we've seen. That's true. Time, you're right. And time though. again. They're that's just announcing. No, they point. didn't unveil. They just announced that they're going to be wearing them. Well, I saw the. The, the headline said, Cowboys unveil. No, see, that's stupid. Yeah. Whoever wrote the article is dumb, dumb. So um, same thing with the Bengals. They've unveiled their white helmets 13 times no, they this haven't. week. They just did this it today. This week. No, no, no. This week. Like Those they, are probably like They unveiled these helmets 13 times this week, and I really had a hard time <laughs> picturing in my brain what a white Bengals helmet was going to look like. It is very nice, though. It's sleek. Um, yes, the Giants also. I will admit that the Giants... They're, they're, that shit's clean. The Giants clean. throwback units Definitely are going to be clean. nice. They're wearing like them twice it. this year. Um, I'm all about the throwbacks. Yeah. And the, you know, yeah. It gives us something to talk about outside of the, the field of play. But speaking of all this unveiling, the Rams unveiled their Super Bowl rings last <sighs> night. And, bro, Ew. Ew. they're Ew. really nice. They fit Whoop. right in they with the nice, L.A. Dude. vibe and the two palm trees on it. Very subtle. Um, we, not me, on the side with the little player number engraved. If you look at the thumbnail... For the show, there's a the the cutout of the ring mm. on there. Yeah, it's nice. But they Very did nice. they they did do something that most teams don't do, or they omitted something that most teams don't omit, and that is the second Super Bowl trophy. And there's people saying that it's because they have no they don't want any more allegiance to the city of S- St. Louis, and they didn't win that title in L. A. So snubbed to the city of St. Louis oh, by wow, L. A. Wow, really? I guess the Rams are one time Super Bowl champions. Interesting. That's Less, that's. Kind of stupid. <laughs> They're the same least, damn franchise. Me. That makes no sense to me. Last but not least in the NFL, we've been touching on it all week. Are we good? Are you all yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, we've going. been touching on it all week long, and they keep on dropping these Madden ratings little by little, and we got the cornerback ratings now. The only thing that I notice is there is this, a glaring omission, and no, it is not Trayvon Diggs, even though he is omitted. I feel like that's justified. I'm sure Dave disagrees. <laughs> but... um. Xavier Howard, bro. This guy's been an arguably top two or three corner in the league for the last three point, years, dude. and he's not even in the top ten. I don't know what his rating is, but egregious. And I'm not really here to talk about what the good ratings are. If you want to pull him up, you can, and we can get into a little bit after we talk about the NBA news. We're out. Just give it a second. I mean, we're going to have to try hit try. It. Yeah. I'm good because I know exactly where I'm at. I'm yeah, going to pick it up. Perfect. The, run, the first already went out first. Well, that's the internet. Going. It's just the internet. So just hit try again. The stream's going to be you chilling there. Yep, yep. Hopefully it's it just... That's uh, the studio? Yep. Yep. Uh, you got you to gotta bring us in now. Enter studio uh, to the bottom, bottom left. Yes, bottom left. There you go. Add the stream. Yep. And Welcome NBA back. news. Sorry, folks. Talking Park's about. Closed. I'm gonna murder Optimum. By the way, can about, I just let that out there for one second? Talking Thank about. You. I was trying to keep it, keep it up as if Woo! we just glitched for a second. I know, I picked but up just, on my last word. So, God damn. Don't worry um, about. Yeah, don't worry about already right now. Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks has created a lot of buzz this past week. Buzzkey. And the buzz seems to have come to a head last night where Donovan Mitchell tweeted out, God is good, or God, whatever God's plan worked out. Uh, Mitchell Robinson put out some cryptic tweet. I don't know if that led to the idea that he was involved in this potential trade that may or may not have taken place last night, but there's no details on anything. But there was a tweet. I forget the guy's name, but there was an NBA insider that came out and said, you know, it's it's a done deal. It's a haul. It's a haul. The Knicks are are acquiring Donovan Mitchell in a trade. While I don't think it's the best move for the Knicks because Donovan Mitchell, I don't think he's going to push them over the hump, but it is the best player that they've had in in the garden since Mello. You if, add that. You if, add, if, listen, right. it is All true. I'm saying is this, is in regards to that, uh, 
as long as they don't part ways with some of these real young stars that I kind of like and I want to see develop a la RJ Barrett quickly, guys like that, I'm cool. Like, if they're going to ship Mitchell Robinson out, it's like, eh, I don't, I'm not a big fan of that either, but Donovan Mitchell is, is still one of the better players in the league. So let's not, you know, let's not. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Donovan Mitchell, he could score. He he doesn't show up in certain games, but that's typical of any guy really in the NBA Does right now. Does anybody know where Donovan Mitchell's guys. father works? The Knicks? He is no, a no, representative for the, for the New York Mets. Yes. Ah, yes. so he's in the the old tri-state area. Okay, yep. the old metropolitan area. I'm with it. I'm with it. All right, and that is it. That's it for the rundown. For my rundown. Stay tuned later for my fantasy bullshit. <sighs> fantasy bullshit. All right. Um. Anyway, I hope you guys are enjoying yourselves. You might want to join the stream on your thing for the comments, uh, unless just, you don't give a shit. But anyway, because... That's not. He would have to give me the mouse, and I would have to come over there. I'm, I'm good. We are good. I hate everybody uh, at Optimum except for Ray. He hustles for us. But anyway, um, there's a couple, couple points here. Uh, let's go back to Kyler for a second. You can bring up his graphic. Kyler Murray, big money. Uh, small man, big money. Um, this is uh, this is what I always have preached that the market is going to dictate what these guys get paid, not their skill. Because everybody went nuts for Dak Prescott when he got his deal. Dak Prescott now ranks eighth on the list of highest paid quarterbacks. Eight guys, okay? But here's where I get my my little, you know, just a little frustration here. Kyler Murray is now making more money on the average, annual, whatever the hell, uh, than Watson, which, fine, justified, whatever. Watson barely played, whatever. Mahomes, Allen, Carr, Stafford, Dak. Like, he's not. He's not... The only person he's on par with, skill-wise, out of the guys I just listed, is Derek Carr. I think Dak's a better quarterback. I think Matt Stafford's a better quarterback. Mahomes, obviously Josh Allen, who's going to win an MVP this year. Josh, I, I, the, Kyler Murray does not deserve this money at all. Like, it's just, it, it's not, the, the contract is not worth the man. Um, I don't know, man. This is just, it's, it's the Cardinals saying this, and this is the same thing we said all the time. If that's your guy, if that's the guy, and you don't plan on starting over, then you have to pay him. Yeah, so and what the market dictates is this monstrosity of a contract. What are the What are the Cardinals going to do? They're They're stuck between a that's rock. That's what I'm saying. A rock and a hard place. It's a really small rock, but they're still stuck nonetheless. <laughs> Kyler Murray is the rock. Guys. Yeah, I see. How, I see what you did there. Wrap that one up. But yeah, dude, we've we could talk ad nauseum about the way the quarterback contract situations work in the NFL. The Cardinals probably handcuffed themselves going forward with the ability to compete because I don't think Kyler Murray is that generational guy where he's going to be so good where it's like, okay, you could be like, oh, we could pay Mahomes this money because he's so good and you're going to compete every year. Kyler hasn't competed yet. And understanding the, the, the way the league works, and I talked about this with you yesterday, Dave, it's not really about, it's not really about winning in the NFL. I mean, it is. That's the end game. But going into seasons and looking at a 10-year plan, like you want to go into each season with a chance to win, mm -hmm. with a, having a competitive – having hope is 99.9% .9 of fanhood. No, very rarely do you get to see your team win. And that goes across all sports, all fans. Like even in the one moment, if you get one, that's not – you're a Patriots it's, fan, it was getting nauseating. Still, <laughs> even, even still, ask me a Patriots fan that's not nauseous and sick to their stomach when they get eliminated from the playoffs the following year. You know, like that only lasts a very small time, and then you have to win another one. Otherwise, you're failing. Mm -hmm. So it's really about be, the ability to compete. They're putting it together a competitive roster. They're a far worse team without Kyler Murray, no matter which way you slice it. And it could take them 10, 20, sometimes forever to be able to land a potential franchise quarterback. I do agree it is a little bit of an overpay. I don't agree that it's an overpay in the sense of where you see other guys like Kirk Cousins and even Dak, all these other guys that have gotten money probably a little above market value because of the timing of the contract. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's not even above market value. That's market value. Like Kyler got what he deserved based on the market, and now he's got to go out and prove it a little bit. Quarterbacks are the only guys that get this money without having proved it. That's true. Right. And like I say, I was looking at overthecap.com before with, with the Cowboys payroll. And after Dak making 40, the next highest paid player is $15 million, and that being Zeke. But, like, look at the drop-off when you're a quarterback and when you're not. You know what I mean? Like, quarterback market is ridiculous Can right now. Can we talk about something, too, just to not, not to break down the quarterback market? I want to talk a little bit about the baseball NFL market. Where Ooh, five. Long-term sure long baseball players make a, a lot more money than football players, but... 
getting drafted in Major League Baseball is a significant difference than getting drafted in football because yep. of multiple reasons. First things first, I guess it depends on where you get drafted and what position you play in football. But if you're a quarterback, a la Kyler Murray, he was drafted in both, right? The ninth pick overall by Oakland. And this year, he's going to get paid $48 million, including his signing bonus and his base salary. Oakland Athletics' base salary as a team this year is forty-seven. So right now, Kyler Murray is making more in this season than he would have made an entire than every single player on the team would be making, and not to mention Kyler Murray would still be in like double A. So he wouldn't even have gotten his major league deal yet. So, so when you're raising your kids, have them be football players. <laughs> well, well, and the quarterback. By if the you way. have an option between being a first round draft pick in baseball and football, go with football. My yes. thing. Don't you think that the league needs to do something like this? I mean, granted, they were they were like pretty sure they were one of the only undefeated teams left in the NFL last year before they went on their downfall. But it's, he's only been in the league three years, right? Mm -hmm. So you're giving him all this money. Think about next year. Next year you have Herbert who can ask for this. You have Burrow who can ask for this. Everybody's getting moved again. So why after like three years can these guys just... <laughs> Well, because he's only got no. This isn't. He's been in the league more than three years, bro. Because no, wait, this, this is no, this is his fourth year. This is fourth year. So going right, wouldn't they just year. pick up his option first? I'm saying yeah. this, that's what I'm saying, Dave. It's yeah, crazy. but but Kyler Murray straight up said he's like I I will not. I refuse to play on the fifth year option. He he came out and said that. I remember yep. talking so about it on the show. So this is his fourth year going in. This is his fourth year, but that's that's the timing of it. Dave. Welcome to that. welcome to the new new way. And it's like, not always the timing of it because Lamar's still waiting on his deal, and he's a year sooner. Listen. That's a whole other story, Yeah, Lamar's going to get... <laughs> and, and, you know, what can he say? If I'm him, I go in there and I just, you know, drop my MVP on the desk. You know? Yeah. And say, what, do you, what, what are we even talking about here? <laughs> you know? Yeah. But after, well, I mean, they need to figure out a way to... Where after three years, they can't come out and be like, well, I'm just not going to play if you're not going to pay me. There's got to be a little longer, no, maybe five. they can't. They can't three do years that. years is a little ridiculous. They can't do that because... Because the NFL will cut you in a heartbeat. That's 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 true, but nothing's nothing's guaranteed in the NFL. Nothing, you know what I mean. So unless unless you're Deshaun Watson, you got everything guaranteed. Um, but overall, like the contract itself is crazy. I, I need to talk about one more quarterback move that was made yesterday, and that's the Cleveland Browns to sign Josh Rosen. No, I skipped over. <laughs> you that. skipped over that because that's what it is. It's skip overable until I bring it back up because this is absolutely ridiculous. And I'm not, listen, I'm not politicking for anybody. I'm not about to say you should have got this guy. You should have got that guy. Josh Rosen is a proven loser in this league. Physically, mentally, emotionally, he's a loser. And they brought him in. Why? Because he had a good tryout. And I'm, I'm not saying. I'm pulling for Josh, I'm baby. not saying, I'm not saying like, hey, go down. give Colin Kaepernick a call, right? Or, hey, like Cam Newton's out there I don't still. Think, I don't think any person that talks like that ever said Give Kaepernick a shot. With a, with a, with a thing. With a thing. Like, no, but what I'm saying is this. I'll never watch football again. What I'm saying is this with, with, uh, with Josh Rosen. The guy has lost everywhere he's went. Uh, he was obviously, everybody and their mother knew going into, going into the NFL that this guy was a loser. And his mentality, bro, have you seen his interviews, his pre-draft interviews? Yeah. He was a rich kid with a spoon shoved so far up his ass, and he said that if he didn't get drafted number one or number three or Lose, number four, loser's a little harsh. He, he's a bro, you, bro. Don't you tell me the loser's hard. You remember what you said about Dane Cook? Um, <laughs> Rough. I mean, Dane Cook is a little bit different. You know, he makes a living tearing into people too. So, but I'm just yeah, saying, he could take with it. Josh Rosen's case, the guy has obviously never won anywhere. He hasn't even proven beyond anything other than being a, a glorified backup. And, and and that's what they're signing him for, right? He's going to be a backup. I'm just saying, if the Browns are so worried, if the Browns are so worried they're going to lose Deshaun Watson for X amount of games, whether it be 3, 6, 8, 12, the entire year, whatever, Josh Rosen is not your guy to back up fucking uh, Jacoby Brissett. And he's not even going to push I mean, Jacoby Blake, Brissett. Blake Bortles is out there. I don't know how that's what he's I'm not getting to the look. But, I'm but saying at the same time, quarterbacks. I, mean, I wasn't there for the fucking workout either. Maybe Josh Rosen was like, you know what? I'm going to rededicate myself. His parents cut him off. Right? He has no more oh, yeah, funds right, coming right in. Oh, yeah, right before the right? fucking so draft. He's getting no more money. No, no, no. Like, right now. Yeah. Like, his parents were like, you know what? We job. gave you too much. Twenty. It's 27-year-old kid. You know? Get out of They the kicked him out of the nest, and he either flies or he dies. So, Josh <laughs> Rosen now, he's rededicated to the sport, and he's been working out all offseason with nobody. <laughs> and According to sources, that but, is. But, 
you know, I haven't seen the guy throw a football in a couple years. He was at least touted as a first-round talent when up, he was. Ready for this? He backed up fucking Matt Ryan last year. I, I've seen Matt Rose, uh, Josh Rosen. Are you ready for this? This is – I'm going to get roasted, but it's, it happened, so I can't say shit. Aaron Rodgers is 0-1 lifetime against Josh Rosen. In a whole game with preseason? In a whole game of – no, a real regular God. season football game. That's sad. Regular season football game. He should just – Retire at this point. But what right? does that tell you about what <laughs> Cleveland thinks is going on with the Deshaun Watson situation? It, it tells me that they think he's going to play soon. Thank you. I think the same thing. Because I think it's, it's really not just like be... a, it's a one year deal. It's a four game. He making the roster. I think it's, it's six, like six. No, to eight. it's a six game deal. Yeah, six to eight. That's it's it. like whether they're going to cut him a ten day contract. As soon as Deshaun Watson comes back, he gets relegated to the See practice squad. Or he's Unbelievable! Gone. What a shitty, shitty. Also, person. who gives a shit? It's the Browns A and B. It's Josh Rosen. I can go back. Isn't that guy a fucking loser? Rosen? Yeah. He didn't even win UCLA, man. I just remember him sitting down with like a one-on-one conversation right before the draft. Like, uh, but football, you know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, get out of here. He's probably making like 100K a year in like his regular job. Right. He's probably like manager at fucking (laughs) McDonald's right now. And he's like, oh, I'll throw the ball around a little bit. What a loser. Josh Rosen Starting quarterback, D1 college, fucking loser. Yeah, right? Right. (laughs) Slayed everybody, I'm sure. He just wasn't a top 32 quarterback in the league, ever in the world. at any point, so he's a loser. Well, now he's now he's thirty four, right? He's right. Now he's Bullshit! Top, he's top not even the best five, baby. I tell you top what, sixty five. I tell you what, Josh Rosen right now is outside of the top sixty four quarterbacks in the league. That means he's not good enough to be a starter, and he's not good enough to be a backup. How about that, Joshy? Who, Josh? Yes, your boy Josh. I you're talking about Jordan Love. Him too. Jordan Love's better. I haven't even seen him play. Do you think? We get one game with Josh Rosen starting no. this year? Yeah. No, no over, over under one. One and a half is the over under, and I'm going to say, I mean, Jacoby Brissett, he's pretty safe. No, he's, he's not going to go throw but the ball all over the place. Play. There's, no, there's injury, no push here. It's like, do there's we no think Jacoby Brissett's going to get hurt or not? I mean, he's going to hand the ball off 44 times a game, so <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Kyle coming in. He was yeah, the man at UCLA. Probably smash movie stars, want to be actress. What a loser. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in that regard, you're a winner. But like in the NFL and professional sports. I talk about that shit suck. all the time. Like, yo, you're if you're top 35, top 100 in the world at any single one thing, you're fucking really good at it. And if you're a, But if he you're, never was. But if you're like the 27th best quarterback in the world and you loser. happen to start. <laughs> You're a fucking scrub. <laughs> you suck at life, and you're a loser. Yeah, right? Well, you said it, not me. Like um, Kirk Cousins. Could you imagine being as successful as him and how, having everybody just I hate know, you? No, dude. And like, he, he always fucks. Just because every contract's fifty million dollars. Yeah, like yeah. Three years, like, yeah my heart bleeds with for Cousins. You, Kirk. With, it's a different well, story. With making a lot of money. Five thousand dollars a year. Oh my God! Blue Mountain State backup quarterback was the best. Qu- yeah, dude, great show. All right. Anyway, I'm off that. I was gonna go back to the Yankees. I'm just frustrated with the Yankees. I'm not about to go. I'm already frustrated with the fucking internet today. So I'm not. I'm not uh, getting involved with <laughs> Only that. Only 16 more losses, though, Dave. What? So they, remember, he said they needed 18 losses to. Not oh, to get, get to the, the record, record right? So, so, we, so that's the countdown. Is that the new more. countdown? The new magic number is sixteen to get this freed from this pressure. Unbelievable. Sixteen more. I hope there. I watched the captain last night, and I, I just, I remember that team ninety eight team being good, but not that good. And Jeter and that mentality that they had that they were going to go out there and kick the shit out of everybody. What a great mentality. That a dog. There's a dog mentality in all of those Yankees back in ninety eight. This team is not the ninety eight Yankees. They're just not. Well, Never will be. No. It's just not. But if we win a World Series and have five less wins, I don't give a shit. No, I don't care. Bro, they can make the playoffs on 90 wins and I wouldn't give a shit. How do you you feel when Boone said something about, like, uh, we'll see them in October? Do you think, like, that's just... Because you know how some people take that. Like, oh, you're already saying we're getting there or without getting there? No, I don't think he said we will see them in October. I I listened Uh, to the whole interview. No, when we see... He said if. He said when we come back in October. He said if we come back in October, then then we'll talk. We'll, We'll show up. That's what he said. If we play this team he in seemed, October, yeah, he we'll old, show. I guarantee you, we'll show bad. up. We'll, Boone's comments. I have no issue with Boone's comments. No, I love. I listen. I, I don't. You, and Norma, I have plenty of issues with Boone. Right. The comments. Well, I have one comment about Aaron Boone and his starting lineups yesterday. Okay. Well, that's not. Well, that is his starting lineup. No, no, no. It I is. know. I know. But um, I have. I said I have several issues with the well, manager. My Boone, question, but his comments after the game, none. My question is this: Why on earth, after an All Star break? Does Giancarlo Stanton have to sit the first game? Because give me a fucking break. Because, Everybody else played. Because mm. 
he didn't really get as much of an all-star break as everybody else did. Neither the judge, neither the, these other guys that were there. Trevino was behind the plate. And, and, and put it this way, bro, it could have been, it doesn't matter, like two games in one day for the guy that has had three weeks in the IL already with a calf, missed time last year with a calf, they probably just don't want to push I it. I just don't. I you mean, know? It's, it's like it's the like, one thing that you say about this Yankee team is like, they've been relatively healthy, right? And like, great, you know, but like, then if you are, you are. But you're not healthy until you're not. But, but you, that's, that's, you you get not healthy by pushing. I feel it. like that was a, I don't know, you know, like epiphany. like preserving health. I just I don't know. I know it's a long season, and I know they still got a lot of games left on the schedule. But these are the games, especially the Astros, especially that Bro, where maybe, everybody has told you that you can't shits. beat these guys. Maybe he woke up and he had the shits. Maybe he then cork wasn't it. feeling just go good. Play. Like it could be a litany of reasons. Go play. Scoop saying uh, Stra- it's oh, not sh- Boone setting that lineup. Guarantee it. Do you think that's true? Or? Oh well, th- th- there's plenty of rumors. Yes. But if that's no, the case, no, I don't think that's true. I don't what. I don't think that's true at all. You what think, do you mean? You think 100 Boone setting Boone these lineups? Setting his lineup. Yeah. No. Well, then you know what though? He is because if if, if it was above, Stanton would have played. That's how I feel. That when these guys are making this shit ton of money, they're forced it, it to play. Be, look, that's is, why Zeke was in there all last year with an might, injury. That's that's, that's oh, what that fucking Zeke. That's what happens. How is, how is the when Aaron they make Boone that money, they're gonna play? And fucking Giancarlo. Go to when Zeke. they listen to me, when they make that kind of money. That's why they play all the time. Because these owners are like, fuck that. I'm paying for this shit. That's like having a, it's a million dollar car. It's You're not going to drive it. Also, You're going to drive the shit like, out of it. It's also, to me, I don't, I maybe, I guess it depends on the, the philosophy of the ownership. Like the Spurs owners were having no problem sitting their players and not selling tickets and not caring for the greater good of the, the final product. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a there's That's a touch a, and go different mentality. I guess and we don't know the situation. I think Stanton's going to be taking. You might not see Stanton play in one single double dip all year. Like he's not going to play in both games ever. I'm I'm, I'm well aware now. That, I've yeah, seen like, it. We've seen it live in person. And um, I don't think that the manager the managers have to. They're the ones in the clubhouse. How right. could you call a? It's a yeah. The manager. Do you know how it works? Like you you release the lineup. Everybody knows about it. The manager writes it out. You're going to have to go explain to the... You want the manager to explain why the GM isn't batting somebody? It doesn't make sense. Scoop, shut up with that. Yeah, Scoop, <laughs> shut up with that. Um, anyway, I was going to. I was looking for my read. Don't worry about Artie because it's not yeah, uh, yeah. It's not working right now. But I will say that we'll make it quick today. It's easy. Gooch, you don't even have to do anything. Today's episode of the Chop Sports Daily is being brought to you in part by both the Fusco Insurance Agency and Manscaped.com. So you can go check out those things right now, 20% off from Manscaped if you use the code Chop Sports. And of course, uh, Michael Fusco is helping everybody with their retirement plans and all that good shit. I can't do all the reads. We don't have the reads shave right now. Shave your balls. Shave, shave your nuts. Manscaped.com, promo code Chops. Yes. I, I normally would be more well prepared, but I don't know when the next time this shit's going to kick out, so I'm just motoring through. We're good. We're good. I'm yeah. excited about this segment. Yeah, so now the biggest segment of the day, it is a Fantasy Friday, folks. Fantasy Football Friday. We just did our draft order for our Dynasty League, so I'm very excited about that. Your boy got sixth, twelfth. First pick went 11. to I got 11, so that you guys are going to be jockeying for position we're, all night. We're good, though. I think we're like... Psst. I mean, I'd rather be higher. Where? Like one. You'd rather rather have you first said first you team. want one, two, or 11 or 12. I want one, two, 11, or 12. I love picking back-to-back. Like having that back middle back right down the seam right there at six. I mean, on a I dynasty league, it'll be interesting. I'll get to a good start, I think, if I get to pick back-to-back. Like, but anyway, so... I'm dangerous picking back-to-back. I've done. I've had success. I know. It just it never stops. It really doesn't. I'm dangerous. Like, if you went at the eighth pick, like, have you seen my drafts at eighth much, pick, bro? Much like fantasy football and and in regular football, it's like playing the math, doing the numbers. Um, my team is always a contender in almost every single fantasy league that I've done, whether okay. I win or not. So I have the action. Never had a bad year, huh? Ever? No, I have. I have. I said almost every single one. You <laughs> saw my shit team last year in this 31-man league. <laughs> it was a 16 man league 16 times two yes. yeah it was so, don't get me started rob it was the worst so abomination of a fantasy league got, ever and scoop won the fucking here, thing so now he thinks he's the man what we got here is the players to avoid in the 2022 fantasy football season so um, this is a very good hater fantasy sports yeah comment. so shout out to the hater fantasy guys we'll You're be doing a little bit shit. more of the the hater shit That's as the dfs that. stuff is is starting to ramp up you really can't talk Preseason rankings what? because it's a week to week thing with yeah, Hater. But I'm very excited about it. So head on over to Hater Fantasy Sports and check out their website. Sign up because when they do launch, the soft launch, you're going to get a bunch of free games. So you might as well and do that. Free now. games and actual prizes. So that's, that's free cool games shit. with prizes. Yes. Yes, sir. All right. So 
interesting the way I'm going to break this down. I'm going to do it very similar to the way I did last week's segment where, where it was the fantasy players that you might want to target. This is the one where you want to avoid some players. Quarterbacks, I'm going to kind of skip over the quarterbacks, and we'll we'll circle back to the QBs at the end because I, I do feel have like a that's couple. A, I feel like that's a whole other conversation. I'm struggling to find guys to avoid because it's the one where, like, everyone kind of goes where they should in okay. the pecking order, but we'll talk about it. <clears throat> I'm skipping right over to running backs, and, and I'm going to try and avoid using guys on this list that are going to be picked after round 12, 10 or 12, because at that point we're all talking about flyers anyway. So starting out, I want to put a little disclosure on this one, and I'm going to say Derrick Henry is the first player that you want to avoid this year in your fantasy drafts, and it's not because I think Derrick Henry is going to completely fall off. I just think that there is some real value at some other guys, and I want to talk more about just the way the pecking order has gone the last two seasons in fantasy football. If you look at the guys that were drafted in the first round running backs last year, right, Mm -hmm. Saquon, CMC, even Derrick Henry, um, Zeke, a, a Nick Chubb, Zeke may have gone some first rounds, but even Aaron Jones late, um, all the running backs last year that went first round, they kind of didn't do well. Right. And then you saw the guys that went mid second round, late first round, they kind of vaulted. And there was like a new breed of running back that vaulted into the ranks last year. <clears throat> so with Derrick Henry's 300, he's, he's averaged now over the course of the last three seasons, Exactly 300 carries per year, wow. right? So that's a lot of, that's a 300 lot of carries touches. per year. And prior to last season, he came into the year with a 380 carries in the prior season in 2020. So it finally caught up to him. I wasn't a buyer. I, I didn't believe that it was going to catch up to him last year. I had Derrick Henry ranked really high, but I've turned the corner now because week nine is just a terrible time to lose your guy, right? And if you have Derrick Henry, I think they're going to use him out of the gate a lot, but the wheels might end up falling off, and if they do, your season's over. So Derrick Henry is my first guy. Christian McCaffrey is the second guy, and this is just goes, it's obvious. For the same reasons as, as Derrick Henry in terms of guys that you want to, you don't want to pick guys that have injury risk that high because they, they tend to get hurt. How far do you think he falls? <clears throat> He's going to go in the top 10. Like, no doubt, I just won't, it won't be me. So Christian McCaffrey, in 2019, he had 400-plus touches. And last year he had he was on pace for the same yards per carry average, but he played in seven games. In those seven games, his totals was yards per game was like 25 yards less. He had two touchdowns in seven games last year as opposed to like 25 in 2019. So here all the way down to here, I'm not sure at 5'11", 200 pounds, what people are seeing that he's going to be able to withstand the full season. And then with the usage that they had when he was healthy last year was still sporadic compared to where he was the guy that was the bell cow back and the emergence of Chuba Hubbard to maybe show that he could actually shoulder some of the load. I just can't see McCaffrey getting the ball 20, 25 times a game this year. And for him to be able to be first round talent, that's what he's going to have to do and stay healthy, get him all the way out of the first round. If if I'm you Nick Chubb, I love Nick Did you see Chubb. him squat today? Yeah. But Strongest man in the NFL. Squatting in the offseason doesn't get you receptions during the season. So and neither he, does it get you home runs before you do it uh, at the All-Star game. Nick Chubb <laughs> has gotten the ball a lot of football, a lot of times in the last three seasons. Um, less than, than um, Derrick Henry by a lot. But mm-hmm. still, the usage is starting to add up. And with the quarterback controversy or the quarterback situation murky in Cleveland still, you're going to expect to see a lot of 10-man fronts, uh, eight-man fronts, and... I just think that eventually what has to happen in this league at the running back position is guys start to tail off. I'm beating a dead horse with the guys tailing off, but, you know, it makes sense. This Next is all, by the way, the this is all a ploy. This is all this Gooch is doing this to make sure that everybody avoids these Bro, guys there is, so they fall to 12. There, there's situations that I will take <laughs> certain players, but Nick Chubb is not going to So you're telling 12. me, let's just arbitrarily, if, if you're sitting at 12 and Christian McCaffrey just makes his way to you, you're not taking a flyer out of your first two picks on Christian McCaffrey at 12 and 13? No. I wouldn't either, Dave. I'm serious. Wow. What about you at 14? Because you're right before him, no, so you're I will, after him. I will, I'm, not, I've ne- I'm not a believer in Christian McCaffrey. Interesting. I just, especially Mighty where that, have where that team right. is now, I just don't, yeah, think, like, I just don't see just it. Just to touch back on, circle back on McCaffrey, the quarterback situation is brutal. That's Baker now. Brutal. It's still brutal, yeah. We'll see. Right? 
what has Baker done to to benefit? Sometimes a new area and a new surroundings rejuvenates a guy. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not writing the fucking. I'm not I'm not closing the book on. on and Baker I don't even Mayfield know that right it is now. Baker at this point. It's going to be Baker. Um, so the next guy on the list is the fat slob that is Leonard Fournette, 260 pounds. <laughs> I'm sorry, he's off my draft board until I see him look better. And honestly, I feel like if you are a guy that um, doesn't draft Fournette and someone that does. Right around week eight, when Fournette gets into playing shape and he decides to take over <laughs> right, the league, though. you could probably buy Fournette super low, Playoff and he Lenny. will carry you into a fantasy championship. Next guy on the list, I think this is a fairly obvious one, uh, James Conner, right? James Conner. James Conner. So with the with the emergence of the Kyler Murray contract, um, I don't think that really has any bearing on the James Conner situation, but DeAndre Hopkins is out, right? So they're going to be facing a little bit more of a stack box. I don't think anybody is really – Double teaming Marquise Brown. With him, it's more like he was a, he was a, he was a red zone guy, too. So that's why everybody was. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's got a super, lot of touchdowns. Super touchdown dependent. His yards per carry was only 3.7. Look, if you don't have 15 touchdowns, 3.7 yards a carry, you're at, you're almost out of the league. That's very Zeke-like. Well, it's his birthday, happy, man. Happy, blocks, happy birthday, Zeke. Goddamn birthday. No, no. Uh, Picks up blocks, you know? Come on. All right. I'm ready with the blocks. Look, James Conner, 3.7 yards to carry, 15 touchdowns last year. you got to imagine that number might get cut in at least in half, right? There's a potential. Because seven it's or eight touchdowns. Drop. Seven or eight touchdowns for a guy that shares carries, essentially, I think that's a, a pretty reasonable expectation from a guy that what's his career total before that? Right. Has he ever had any, any even in double digits? I don't think he did. Mm. Um, so James Conner, I think that's an, an easy one. Moving off of the running backs, and now we move over into the wide receivers. This one gets a little. Let's a see little if you have difficult. any that I have here. But go ahead. A little more difficult. I really don't have any of the, the the guys that are slated to go in the top twelve, or not top twelve, but top ten receivers to twelve receivers. I feel like that's pretty safe. Interesting. You might want to jo- uh, juggle the order a little bit, and depending where you have DK Metcalf. That's the first guy on my list. So DK coming in at like 13 on average in a lot of the rankings lists that I've seen. I think that's a decent spot projected wise. But DK man, he's he last year. Qu- if he gets good quarterback play, though, what do you bro? think about DK doing like the Debo Samuel thing? Man, he's too what big. What if they tried? It's that? almost too big. What do you mean Debo's big too? I mean, he ain't um, as big as DK Metcalf. Ain't big. Nobody's I, I as think, big as DK I Metcalf. That, I think that DK ox. could do whatever they ask him to do. Like, is Derrick Henry too big for running back? No, that's yeah, but he's what also I mean. not catching I mean, balls. Think, he's not running routes either. Yeah, but DK is like that's the thing that you would say. Like the size of DK, you'd be like, oh, he probably can't run routes. He could definitely run you over. Well, he's a receiver. Right? <laughs> like, of course he can run routes. I think that you're missing my point, though. Okay. So, so if DK, if if Derrick Henry can't do it because he can't run routes, then why couldn't DK do it because he can't run the football? Like he's a beast with his yak. I would say DK could do it, but unless they want to pay him that thirty million. Yeah, I was going to say you're, you're now you're getting into a new <laughs> contract. Like, do it talk. for what? Do it to go five and twelve? Yeah, that team's going. That yeah, team might be wrong. Yeah, did you I think do the think, 49ers were going to? I do, do think, they but did last year? maybe they would have to to maybe keep him off my list. But in 2020, DK averaged 15 yards per catch. In 2021, with the whole rust debacle and the quarterback situation was a little up and down all year, he averaged 12 yards per catch. Right, so DK. Trending down, no quarterback that we know of yet. It's either going to be Geno Smith or or Drew Locke. That's all we do know, right? So Geno or Drew Locke, um, you got to imagine that DK, they might be playing from behind a lot, but I don't know. DK seems a little hmm, boo-hoo if, if yeah. they're not winning. Um, although his comments in the offseason don't lend to that. He said he wants to sign long-term with Seattle and be the face, so we'll see. Next guy on my list, I'm going to keep it in Seattle, and it's Tyler Lockett. I know Tyler Lockett is the guy that – Typically, you would get later than average because he's a very boring player, very mundane. And prior to last year, you'll hear about why I think he's off my list. Because I think finally last year, he he shot up and got a little respect. Previous two seasons prior to last season, he averaged 12.9 yards per catch and then 10 yards per catch. Last year, vaulted all the way up to 16.1. So I would imagine that if we're looking at the body of work, 16.1 yards per catch last year is more the anomaly. Um so I think that the Seattle receivers are just going to be overdrafted this year because of their lack of a quarterback play and their system isn't set up for them to do well. I agree. Um, not to mention that Pete Carroll is just married to running the football. Except when it counts. Not in the Super Bowl. <laughs> My next, Except when you need a touchdown. Next guy on the list here in the Super Bowl. <laughs> is Deontay Johnson. Ooh, so, he's on my list. 
Deontay Johnson is an interesting one because last year there was only one player in football that got more targets than Deontay Johnson. That was Cooper Cup. I find that to be a little bit astonishing. I know that I don't use that word often, but I was astonished. Me too. When I read that stat. It's deep. It's deep. So (laughs) combine that stat with the fact that he had arguably, I'm not sure where the ranks go, I think with a minimum of 110 targets or 100 targets, he had the lowest catch rate out of any receiver in the league at 63%. Some of that could be attributed to the fact that Big Ben was damn near 140 years old and wasn't really able to get the ball out and and maybe hit certain deep routes, deep outs, whatever you want to say. And now you're going from Big Ben to Trubisky slash Pickett. It's like, mm, So yeah, you're probably mm. going to get more of the same in terms of maybe not getting hit with you when you're wide open. And I do want to talk about one other thing. Last year, while he got 169 targets and he only caught – 63% of them, it was for a paltry 10.9 yards per catch. So you can't expect that to go up much more. I don't think Trubisky is the guy that's going to be flinging it downfield. So you're going to see a lot of the mundane intermediate routes mm-hmm. out of Deontay Johnson. And even more um, disparaging towards the Deontay Johnson numbers is right around week 14, 14, 15, yeah, the final four weeks of the season, which is fantasy playoffs, his, his yards per catch dropped all the way down to 6.6, so he wore down as the season went on, and he just wasn't. He did catch the ball a lot. I think he had six catches an average per game down the stretch, but six, six catches for 36 yards, that's not going to get it done no. in the fantasy playoffs. So I'm avoiding Deontay Johnson in spots. Like, I won't take him as the 15th receiver off the board. But if Deontay Johnson's there after 20 guys are gone, I'm definitely going <laughs> to kick the tires on Deontay because he will have volume. As pointed out by the 170 targets. Next couple and guys. lost a receiver. Next couple guys on my list is just like a buyer beware. We could talk ad nauseum about injuries, and we talked about it with CMC. Um, but for that reason, I avoid Robert Woods. I avoid a Michael Thomas. I avoid a um, – what's the other guy? Odell Beckham Jr., who's we don't even know where he's going to play. So there's yet. multiple yeah. reasons why we want to avoid him. But just a cautionary tale. You could point back to a couple guys. You could even point back to a guy on this list. Imagine drafting Michael Thomas last year with, like, the eighth pick, your eighth-round pick, and being like, oh, you know, he'll be back week six, and I got, like, insert Michael Thomas. You're still waiting for Michael Thomas to come back. Mm. And Michael Thomas is a lot, to me, like Antonio Brown of, like, four years ago where you started to see the wheels come off a little bit mentally, and I'm not challenging anybody's mental health. No, you're right, But we just got to call it like we see it. He's talking a lot more. Michael Thomas hasn't been lining up with, like, what a normal human being sounds like when you hear him talk. You could call that the money or you could call that football stuff, right? But I'm avoiding Michael Thomas. I'm avoiding Robert Woods. Michael Thomas, because the quarterback situation, he hasn't had any uh, time with Jameis yet, so we don't know how that rapport is going to be. New head coach outside of the Sean Payton system where Michael Thomas might be asked to run a little bit more routes than besides just a three-yard slant across the middle. So we have to see if his route tree is there. Plus, when you've played all of, what, seven games in the last two seasons, I have to see you do it before I buy into it. So I think Michael Thomas, name value, he's going to get drafted even higher than he should, even though it's going to be fairly late. Um, Robert Woods, I've talked about him a couple times throughout the week. I like the guy, I like the player, but I don't like him for fantasy this year. The injury combined the fact that um, they're going to be running the football almost every single play. He might have his splash games, but I don't think you're going to get much from Robert Woods this year in in the way of a number one receiver um, or number three even at that. So I think he's a, a flex option at best when he gets healthy. We're out. Not yet. I mean, and then Odell Beckham Jr. you could just avoid. Now I'm done. Are we good? Yeah, yeah I, good. Good. I mean, we're good for what now. What do you think about a guy like uh, – I've been seeing a lot of things. He was injured last year, rookie. The dude from the Giants, uh, Kadarius Towney, right? That's his uh, name. Kadarius Towney? Yeah. Yeah, we I'm, talked about him last him. week. I like, yeah. I like him a lot, He might actually. be high. I so, think he's a little psychopath. Yeah. Uh, are you done? Um, yeah, I had a couple more points to, like, hammer home the fact that you don't draft injured guys. Same deal with, like, why you didn't don't draft him is if you drafted in baseball this year, you drafted Jacob deGrom. And you drafted Fernando Tatis in like the fifth round, sixth round, and you're still just waiting. Stash him and There's like six there. weeks left. You just cautionary tale. Just don't draft injured players. I learn my lesson every year and then relearn it every year. All right. I well, it. I got a couple guys. Um, now that you're done with your list, uh, a couple quarterbacks, a couple receivers, a couple guys that just I, I feel like might have a little bit of a step back and, and just I wouldn't hang around with these guys at all. Uh, one being Kyler Murray. Uh, 
Probably you know? Josh Rosen. Well, Josh well, Rosen for sure. Kyler Murray loser. for one, uh, because of the fact, A, he just got paid. So sometimes complacency will kick in. B, there's no Hopkins for six weeks. I just don't think that he's, you know, unless you're drafting him for his legs and, and like the way he moves around the pocket and the way he can scramble, maybe score a touchdown here and there, that's fine. Kyler Murray is the kind of guy I've just, I'm just not, uh, I'm not touching this year. Um, going to receiver for a second. Tyreek Hill. I, I, I'm not big on Hill this year because of the fact that Waddle's over there. They do have a nice rapport with Gasecki. Tua is your quarterback. So until Tua lights up the world, which, again, he found Waddle a bunch last year. A lot of yak, right? Not not intermediate routes, nothing crazy. A guy like uh, Tyreek Hill is lives in the intermediate, right? He lives in the drag. He lives in the slant, right? But, like, if over the top, I don't foresee that happening. Tyreek Hill, to me, is going to go high. I just think that I'm just not – I've never been a big Tyreek Hill guy because I've always thought he's like a one-trick pony type I'm, dude. I'm, I'm like high on Hill this year. No. Higher than um, I've been. Because Hunter he's, Renfro. He's dropped like – Hunter really Renfro. Now, much. while Hunter Renfro was fantastic last year in spots, now you add the Adams effect. Okay, Adams is over there. He's going to eat. Waller is going to eat. There's going to be like third and Renfro situations where they call it third and Renfro as a Raider fan, right? And third and no matter what it is, Renfro's going to get the ball. But how many times is that going to happen? Five, six? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that Renfro is going to get the volume that he usually gets. So I'm avoiding Hunter Renfro this year. Uh, any Chicago Bear, any Chicago Bear, avoid him at all costs. Um, Hopkins, being out six games, you're not getting the same Hopkins. When he comes back, you know, just so you know, he was 31st last year when he was healthy uh, in yards per route, meaning the guy is just... I don't know. I, I look at Hopkins and I'm like, is he getting lazy all of a sudden? Like, why Why are we not running bigger routes? Hopkins was once touted as one of the better receivers in football, if not the best receiver in football at one point. No longer the case. I avoid Hopkins. And if you're talking about quarterbacks, a guy that, a guy that used to light up the scoreboard every week, um, Aaron Rodgers. I'm avoiding Aaron Rodgers this year. Why? Now, not enough people are talking about the fact that they lost Devontae Adams. And Gooch is going to come back and fire back and say, do you know their record without Devontae? Forget their record. I'm gonna t- I have fantasy stuff for this, I have, too. I have it, too. Uh, so he's played 11 games without Devontae Adams. Okay? Career? Career. Okay. From what I read today. 11 games without Devontae Adams. I'm not talking about win-loss record because okay. I don't care. And I'm, I, I think they won a lot of games. Out of those 11 games, only three times did Aaron Rodgers throw for over 300 yards. Four out of the 11 games... He's only thrown for three or more touchdowns. Seven games of those 11, he's thrown for under three touchdowns. And eight times in those 11 games, he's thrown for under 300 yards. There is a big discrepancy here without Devontae Adams. I think Rodgers is still all-world. fucking shit on that. That's great. I, th- I still think that Aaron Rodgers is all-world. I still think he's going to be a fantastic quarterback. I think he's going to find a lot of big plays. I just think that not enough people are talking about Aaron Rodgers without Devontae Adams. I think that's is there interceptions on there? No, no, they're not. What? Are there interceptions? He never throws interceptions anyway. I just was just wondering. Just I think there was three. So three total. Three bad. total in the that's 11 true. I'm just curious yeah. to know. It's nuts. No, no, that's he's really great. not bad. So, I'm just curious. But so I think the, the yards are going to take out. Out of those 11 games, four of them were not in this regime. So it was a different coaching staff, different system altogether. So... We could throw McCarthy. uh, Four of them were under the McCarthy era. So they're in the last seven games in the last three years without Devontae Adams. And I'm not talking about wins and losses because they are seven and zero with no Mm -hmm. Devontae. Okay. Um, I'm talking about fantasy points per game. Seven and zero without Devontae, and he had eleven games without him. What does that mean? Four of them in the uh, the tenure of oh oh oh, so twenty points per game for the entire Devontae Adams. Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers era. Fantasy points. Minus Devon, minus if in the games that all three of them played, or two of them. Mm-hmm. The two of them played and LaFleur was the coach. He averaged 20 points per fantasy game. In the seven games, now it's a smaller sample size, obviously, but in the seven games, he averages 24 and a half fantasy points. So, you know, I'm not saying to go out and draft Aaron Rodgers as your QB1, but to avoid a guy that I think is pretty much outside of QB1 territory. If every list I look at has Rodgers at like eleven to fourteen, right? So where he's getting drafted, if you're gonna, if I'm looking at quarterback, yeah, wait, fantasy, that's not good. That's my point. It's Why like we're talking a, about fantasy stuff? Oh, like like Jalen Hurts is higher, Kyler Murray's well, like higher. again. I'm not, I'm not Lamar Jackson's higher well, because of the again. Well, they have so many different. There's different right? levels to those guys. And then we're starting to get to Kirk Cousins and things like that. And oh, like, that's silly. But but in terms of fantasy numbers, but he not has really. Jefferson, he's got Cook. Jefferson and Cook and Thielen and Thielen. So they throw the ball a lot. Uh, new coaching staff, which we don't know. 
uh, Kirk Cousins might vault right. up a little bit. Could be worse. But I think that to avoid a guy like Rodgers, I feel like where you're going to get Rodgers this year, 12th round, 13th round. Well, that, if, if I'm that's looking the at case, it and I'm like, that's oh, I already, the case, then, then the yeah. The odds but, are you're going to already have a quarterback. That's what I'm saying. So if you're look again, there's no there's no part of my being is going to sit there and tell you that Aaron Rodgers isn't the best quarterback in football. I still think he is, even without yeah, a no, Devontae I, I get it. It's mechanics. The, Bro, he's the guy. I'm not, I'm not I'm not like targeting Rodgers early in drafts, but I I sure as fuck am like because I don't target quarterbacks early. And I take like I mean, the I'm best just, of yeah, what's left. Like, I try and find the one. And you like, find yourself in the fifteenth round, you know, and Rogers I, I is have, still chilling. I have man. no yeah. problem, bro. I have no problem kicking the tires on a Stafford Rogers combo for the season, or a Kirk Cousins Rogers combo for the I mean, season. I'll take Rogers. I'll all do that in a heartbeat. It might not be the winning formula, but you know, you have those two guys to play the matchups. I'll be good. So here, Matt Matt Abinay's coming in with a good point here. In the seven games Aaron Rodgers played without Devontae Adams in the Matt LaFleur era, he averaged 27 fantasy points per game. To put that into perspective, 2019 Lamar Jackson is the only quarterback in NFL history to average more than <laughs> I don't than think he's going to average 27 points per game this year. But that is okay, an so interesting spread, stat. spread the ball around. Spread the love. That's what you do as a good quarterback. That's what you do. You have to, right? I just think that this year... In comparison to last year and the year before that, the guy's won MVP. Why? Because he's got the best receiver this, in football. Yeah, all this means to me is let's find out who, let's find out who these guys are going to be that are going to get all these balls. Because Lazard, some one or two of these Packer receivers are going to largely outplay their draft value. Like 100%. If I had to put my finger on it, it would probably be Lazard. I think that Amari Rodgers might not get drafted, and he's going to be a useful flex guy at the very least this season. Now, Dave, I have a question for mm. you. Uh, Dalton Schultz, I've seen on a lot of lists, people aren't seeing him like 11th, 12th tight end fantasy-wise. Okay. I had him last year. I think I, I did too. I, I think I did pretty good. Do, do you take a flyer on him this year? Or yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the reason for that and specifically is the fact that he's playing on the franchise tag. So the fact that he's due money, he's going to warrant a lot of balls his way. He is, absolutely. Yeah, especially a guy like – he didn't come into the league as a star, so I like a guy like this in a situation yes, like he, that. He was – nobody he knew who Dalton Schultz was until it. Blake Jarwin went down. He's always had to prove it. So and he's now got he's got to yes, prove, 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 prove it thing because if he wants to be paid like a – I mean, I don't understand if he – I don't know what Dalton Schultz has. There's a lot of people that say the guy can't block. You know, I don't Bro, believe is, in all that he bullshit. Is, he is who he is. He is who he is. He's but I'm saying, receiver. like, do you, do you, can you look at Dalton Schultz, even if he has a monster year this year? Let's just say, you know, 100 grabs, fucking 10, 11 touchdowns, whatever. He has this all-world year. Could you justify a Dalton Schultz to make the same kind of money as, like, a Kelsey or a fucking Kittle? Not, on one, not after one year. Not That's, after one year. But, that, no. but that he's going to. He's gonna have to. But then he he's gonna get that. Too, he's, well, not. I'm not saying he's gonna get that. What I'm saying is, if he's, he's got one Kel year to do that. Kelsey money, then they need to. The no, no, no. What I'm saying is, one year, one year to do that. Yes. Because of the fact that the franchise tag. If not, bye bye. I could see him getting David and Joku money. Yeah, that's comparable. Yeah, I. I but I even look at Njoku. Like, how the fuck can you get that money? That's my point. Yeah. I'm not well, saying, no. So but, it's like that's yeah, what he should get. Schultz would. Schultz would earn it. You're wondering how the fuck that's like the, that's that the deal. contract that would be on par with Schultz to me. Kyle's coming in back to Aaron Rodgers thing. Look at the game logs. There's seven games Rodgers played without Adams. Falcons, Chiefs, Raiders, Lions, there, 2019 there Cowboys. Some of those terrible, some of those, some terrible defenses. Yeah, I mean, and look again. When you're the best in the world, you get to expose that kind of shit, and that's why you compile those kind of numbers in those games. Absolutely, but again, like you're never gonna. Now, now run into those teams without Devontae Adams now. You know, none of those teams that you listed look, are as yeah, bad. Maybe and, the Chiefs. And, and look, I'm but not, all, I, everybody's I don't improved. Think, I don't think that Rodgers is going to average 27 fantasy points per game this year. That would be crazy. I'm saying that I think that Rodgers finishes around the top 10 to 12 quarterback this year, and that's normal. And the back end number one, you know, fringe backup. But very, very... High upside. He could he could easily outplay those numbers. Yeah, right? if one of these receivers, even if you wanted to combine two of these receivers to be Adams-esque, meaning like volume, then you're going to get the same Aaron Rodgers. I just don't know it. It's very hard to assume that th this is going to happen. You have to see it. And unfortunately, you don't get to see it without taking the flyer, without drafting Aaron Rodgers. And if you see it and you have him on your team, then bang, you win, right? But like if you... 
don't draft him and you see it, then you're like, oh, I can't get him. He's gone. You know what I mean? So it's it's very it's a it's a wait and see deal. A lot of a lot of people could say the same thing about Dak Prescott this year, okay? Because he lost Amari Cooper. We'll see what happens with CD Lamb. But at least on on in Dak's case. Lamb is a little bit more established than a guy like Alan Lazard or or the other guys that that the Packers have throwing the football. Lamb is better than all of the Packers receivers right now. Would you agree? Wait, we're talking about the Cowboys. CD Lamb. CD Lamb is better than every Packer receiver right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, well, that's what I'm saying. So the fall off, the differences of the fall off might be a little different, considering that Dak still has a pretty good receiver to throw to. We just don't know what Rodgers has yet. We don't, and we will. And when they keep running up the score on like fucking Chicago, we will. We will see those. You know who? One, I want to add one guy to my list. I'm going to avoid Dak this year <laughs> in fantasy because Dave's avoiding Rodgers. So you're going to make it. Right. Well, if that's the again, reason you're doing it, then I'm with it. Kyle said there's only one, been one top 10 pass defense that Roger has seen without Adams. It was the Arizona Cardinals. Rodgers threw for 184. Well, I'll tell you what, it's a good thing that most teams suck at defense now. So <laughs> that's true. That's like, I'm going to worry about. Well, how I many, know for a how fact. How many games do we have to play a top 10 pass defense? I, this I know year? for a fact Kyle is, is very pro. Troll Roger sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and I, no, and I can't I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, these no, it's are, great. The, the, Trust me. The relationships that have been forged Gooch, over the past Gooch year has and a, and a, half have a been Packers great. tattoo on one arm, and on the other shoulder blade, he has a chip. Do you <laughs> really have a, a, Packer, a Packers tattoo? Yeah, I, yeah, also, I also have my cleats on right now. <laughs> He's about to run the fuck out of here. Right? The show's I want to. I want to play a sport against anybody that has any challenges. Pick a sport and not. I'm not talking about fucking Hold fake on. sports. You got to be playing it your whole life, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, <laughs> I've played every sport my whole life. That's why I'm so good at everything. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. It's like you ever see the it's Mario when they, when they fucking sport. Doo -doo, doo -doo, doo -doo. It's fantasy football is sport. No, no I bet you stop. You're not be, doing like, anything. Will, I bet you it will be in like five. You're like, not doing if, anything. If video games yeah, are sport. Yeah, eating is a sport. If, if video game, fucking, you're, you're doing like, something. 100. In like five years, I bet you will. Video be a, games are a sport. It'll be like a big eating thing. is a sport. Poker. Who the fuck said video games are a sport? Jogging is a sport. Go to college for video games now. Jogging is a sport. It's not a sport. Sports. It's esport, right? It's an electronic sport. Tennis is so funny. Fuck. Uh, By the way, Scoop, it's really not that hard to see which games Devontae Adams missed and then just look at what they're what the teams Kyle knows where everybody finished. All I had to do was Google. Yeah, I had like, to Google see, games how does without these stats. No, Kyle does have the fucking the plug for all the oh, stats. I saw his cab, setup. You can't type on, you know. Because you know what <laughs> Kyle does at night? Some some guys watch TikTok like like Rob over here. Damn right, we do. No, Kyle Kerm sits there at 11, 30, 12, it gets late, he's lonely, he goes. How the fuck can I research how bad Aaron Rodgers is? This is what I'm going to do. That's how I get off. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do I that. Got, I wake up to like a voice memo on <laughs> in our group chat, and it's Kyle asking, why don't switch hitters that are lefty? I, I'm still only in that group chat that I'll still be invited to like three Which months one? ago. Which one? Oh, the, the, oh the, yeah. The we should probably get him yeah, in. We'll, we'll invite you. But we got to delete all the comments. We said how much he sucks. I don't give a fuck about that. I already know that. If you scroll up and read one thing, then you're a loser. You're a Josh Rosen You're a Josh fucking Rosen if you go into a new group chat. And just start. Oh man, when did you join the Bloods? Oh well, uh, I was initiated uh, this morning by actually. Rob. By Rob. <laughs> Rob. Fucking <laughs> hilarious. Thirty-one, baby. Oh Zoom. god. I, yeah. Oh, I, wait, I we're gonna get flagged for my, was, yeah, my gang call. Yeah. Let's not. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm bleep blood. You know? Oh no, god. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. just wearing red. It doesn't happen often. It probably won't happen again. Actually, <laughs> uh, this was a a fa not a favor because it was a favor for her to make the shirt. But like this is, I just wear it just to show what she can do. Um, anyway, that is our fantasy football players to avoid today. Uh, we are very sorry. I am very sorry for the internet issues. I'm going to get on the horn as soon as. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I I'm know not, you I'm don't not care sorry but, at all. I mean, he's like, we're sorry. No, actually, I'm sorry. I can't speak for you. I'm sorry too, guys. Yeah, I mean, I just—it's got to be fixed, and it's—it's it's a building thing. It's no longer like we pay enough money for this shit, so we're paying our bills out here. Um, so it's—it's just—I don't, I don't know. Anybody, sometimes I don't think that—that is the impression that people got. No, I know. I just—it's—it's it's so. Uh, Tony Benevento says the red looks good. See, now I feel like, all right, red every day going forward. Um, but yeah, so that's the show. We're again apologize for the technical difficulties. We faded out a couple times uh, because of the internet, but that will be resolved soon enough. So be sure to check us out every day, Monday through Friday, eleven o'clock in the morning. We go live from eleven to twelve, and of course, if you miss it and you're working and you're busy, we're available on podcast form, and you could just go back on YouTube and hit the old play button, and we're gonna play it all back. So I saw, shout out to Tony Catalina. I saw him in here before. He's my uh, 
my paisan over at the blog and the boys. So he was chiming in. So thank you guys for watching. We appreciate you. Have a great weekend. Any plans? We got anything going it's gonna on? Be very hot. This it's going to be like a hundred and fucking ten. So, so take care of yourselves. Hydrate. Stay work. in the pool. I'm going to work. All right. So with that, <laughs> so you're going to work. I am also going to finally. I think I'm going to visit my uh, my new niece. I'm going to be go. able to get. a family day out of that all right are you gonna be able to sleep this weekend dave we got a big monday coming bro. oh dude i'm, I'm big monday. i am so jazzed i'm gonna sit with him and tommy on a train while they're drinking and i'm just sitting there like this i mean i'm not gonna be like <laughs> pounding booze yes, i'm just you know, gonna, come on we're gonna i'm be excited like I'm, listen gonna, i'm excited <laughs> ibby are you uh if i don't know if ibby's still in the chat but i wonder if ibby's going but he's expecting a kid too any day now i think so ibby's a big wrestling fan you knew kids. that right no i didn't know that. oh ibby's no a idea. huge wrestling fan yeah he um he knows he knows his shit. But anyway, we're going to Raw on Monday. I was say, are you guys done? Can I go? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. It's like having like a conversation. First search, Chad Gooch. And of course, Wrestling Rob. This has been another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. See you guys back here Monday, 11 o'clock. Have a good weekend. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.